Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Code of the Bullet, the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire, hey. and Pete. Hello. And this is our weekly episode where we delve into the world of internet weirdness, or certainly the things that are presented to us on the internet, in our own peculiar little algorithms that we all have, and we bring them to you to be easily digested in a one-after-the-other format. It's called Weird News, let's do it. <laughs> Ah, oh, there we go. This one speaks to me on so many levels. <laughs> sure it does. Perverted church leader caught wearing stockings while thrusting Henry Hoover. Uh, For anyone that's not familiar with the Henry Hoover, you can go and Google that. He's a cheerful little red Hoover with a happy, smiley face and a, and a black head. I'm sure he had a very frowny face after this incident. I'd imagine he was not happy. No. Think Thomas the Tank when a vacuum cleaner... There you go. Why is it always Henry's the fucking no? He's, you they could have got a Hetty. It's a female one. They do a female one called Hetty. Yeah. But not even not even that. But why is, does it have to? Ha is it because it's got the eyes and the mouth? It makes it feel a little bit more yeah. animal-like or something. I don't have no idea. I don't think people want to put their cock in a Dyson. Probably <laughs> <laughs> rip it off in a Dyson. Yeah. Henry's a quite old-fashioned like bag still, haven't they? Yeah. Certainly wouldn't put it in a anyway, shark. Enough of, enough of the logistics. <laughs> a church leader who described himself as being naughty has been fined and placed on the sex offenders register for getting down and dirty with a Henry Hoover. What? John Jeff, 74, was naked upon a pair of ladies' stockings when he was caught thrusting into the vacuum cleaner's uh. nozzle. Jeff's Middleton Cheney Northampton was found guilty of indecent exposure after a trial at Northampton Magistrates Court, which ended yesterday. Hold on, right. This poor guy was just getting it on in his own little time, though. And somebody's walked in on him, and he's getting done for indecent exposure, and he's he on was, the sex offenders He list. was in his office at the Baptist Centre in Middleton Cheney. Someone still walked in, though. Well, it's his office at the church. He shouldn't be banging a Henry Hoover or cross-dressing no, in his offices but, at the church. But I do think, it's the fucking church. He's a pastor. But I do think getting put on the sex offenders list is a little bit harsh. It is. Do you know what I mean? He's doing it in a public place. It's, it was just like, who could have walked in? There's always kids about in the church. Well, obviously perverts like him like to keep him around. They didn't walk in. They just walked past. So they must have had... Mm. A window or the door open or something. That's weird. But I just think <laughs> it is a little bit of a hard. Yeah. Makes him sound like he's raped somebody mm. or. It is a bit harsh, I agree with you. A witness walked past his office and said they saw Jeff's almost completely naked except for a pair of stockings standing between two dark chairs thrusting into a Henry Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> He has a clean record, was given, you know, he was given an 18-month community order and ordered to sign the sex offenders register, plus ordered to pay £845 in court costs and £200 in compensation to the victim who witnessed the sex act. See, fair enough, right? The who saw it? Though, that's the thing. Was it a kid who saw it? Was it a grown-up who saw it? If he's got the, if he walked past his office, well, it's either a door or a window. Does it say 12-year-old schoolgirl? You're up. I don't think he did. Up again. You just had a witness. There, stop. That's oh, a no. different... Right, sorry. One of those adverts to a new article. The defence solicitor said that Jeff was still coming to terms with the loss of his wife at a young age and was in a lot of pain because he was ignoring his health and his diabetes was not medicated. The magistrate said, 
Why you thought it best to bring this matter to trial, I have no idea. Huh. That's what, he could have settled elsewhere. Who is fucking that what he's, knows? He's I think he's on about the matter of... He think that he's in, in a lot of pain. Yeah. Wife at a young oh, age. my wife died. I'm in a lot of pain, so I had to fuck a Henry and Hoover. She's saying it's not relevant to why he was fucking Which a Hoover. It's yeah. kind of fair oh, enough. I think. Yeah, I'd go with that. That's what I'm reading from that. It's also you, Mike. <laughs> Cinema chain offers free entry to redheads so they can hide from the heat wave. Oh. Is this genuine then? It's on joe.co.uk. Although I'm not a redhead, I'm strawberry. Blonde. I did see this earlier yeah. on. <laughs> Autumn sunrise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you ginger. He's a guar. Can't redeem your soul as no, fast as. No. Guar is ginger with attitude. My beard, way. I admit, is, is very red, but it's brown hair, to be fair. I don't know, Ben, you've got a bit of a gingery beard. Just blonde, mate. Strawberry blonde. Blonde. Strawberry blonde. Full on blonde. No. Yeah. There's definitely a bit of strawberry it's in there. Full on blonde. Or is that dyed with... No ginger in my beard. I've got a ginger beard, so I can't say shit. Bits of ginger, anyway. Redheads are not built for the heat. They never have been and never will be. In fact, redheads are genetically engineered to need less sunlight in order to get the required amount of vitamin D. Vampires. But on Monday and Tuesday next week, temperatures are set to reach the high 30s, possibly 40, I've heard, in the UK. The heat is predicted to be so extreme that the Met Office has had to issue its first ever red weather warning for heat on these days, meaning that the weather presents a risk to life. Mr Redhead. Apparently, I looked at the BBC weather just before I came out tonight and it said on Monday it's going to be 39 degrees Celsius okay. in Telford. I'll double check that now. I'll use the Apple one, which is usually... And it said 20, 36 on Tuesday with storms towards the evening. And it's 37 be... Monday, 36 Tuesday, Wednesday 80% chances, it drops to 20 on Wednesday, so there's going to be a storm, basically. Yeah, 37, 36, fuck me. You know, tomorrow morning, right, when I take the dog out, 9 o'clock, it's going to be 21 degrees. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be like 31, 32 tomorrow. Then you're going to go and get a ginger wig and go to the cinema. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Is that all I do? Thank God you're in Spain. In Spain, it's been like 33 at midnight. Has it? Oof. Yeah. Changes all the time, this does, because it does say now 36 on Monday, whereas only a few hours ago it said 39. Yeah, it always changes. But anyway, still... showcase of offer to let redheads in completely free of charge. It's Fair play. It's not, it's one of them in Telford, that's the problem. I don't even know whether there is a showcase cinema. It's at the Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury, isn't it? All right. Where you could bump into Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Or him out of Harry Potter. No one wants to bump into a ginger. <laughs> Pistain ginger bastards. Souls. Joke. That's a reference oh, to an old British sitcom. They've got no souls, we all know it. Can you remember that? No. Game on. Oh yeah, game on, shit. Yeah. This ginger bastard. What's worse than a ginger? Ginger students. That's game on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he falls in love with a ginger student, doesn't uh, he? It was so funny. It was so funny. It was funny. great, wasn't it? Samantha. Janus. Janus. Yeah. Oh, hot as anything. When she, was, when she was young and had another work done, which made her look worse. She was really hot, man. Oh. 
Yeah, if you are a ginger and there's a showcase cinema yeah. in your town and you're in the UK, then you can go in there for free and watch... Take advantage. You can watch Top Gun 2, you can watch Thor, Love and Thunder. Do you know what else is out right now? I know them two are out. Nah, they're just real old, old stuff, aren't they? No, apparently not. They said you can go watch the latest films. That's yeah, sweet, nice. isn't it? Isn't that, isn't it? I might dye my hair ginger. I know, but then you can... Do you have to show him your pubes, do you reckon? Uh, <laughs> you don't look like a real ginger! Show me your pubes! <laughs> so I'll have to go all, all full out. I'll have to dye my pubes as well. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm going to dye them tomorrow. Shave your pubes off? Collars and cuffs. No, no. It's yours, Fook. Oh, I like, I like to shave them... I like to be shaved. Especially this week. Especially this week. So much better. The problem is, I'm just picturing it. That's the problem. Because when somebody says something, you can't help but see the image in your head. If you don't believe me, try not to see this. Oh, don't. Crocodile. Okay. But try not to see it. Elephant. Yeah. You saw it. As soon as you hear that word, you see it. You see a flash of that image in your head. Ben <laughs> shaving his junk. No, oh, you do it again, you bastard. <laughs> I don't see a problem. Leave it on. I'm flexing in the mirror. <laughs> oh, dear. Pub closed because of swearing reopened with a ban on people with potty mouths. Genuinely, this is a chain of pubs that doesn't have any swearing. Well, don't open in England then. Or Scotland or Wales. Certainly not Ireland. Well, well this gives us a bit of background into the chain. So, so a, a pub that lay empty for nearly three years after a customer used the F word has finally reopened. <gasps> what the fuck? What? So someone said fuck and they was like, right then, that's it, we're shutting the doors. Three years. <laughs> uh, with strict rules stopping people from swearing. The Fox and Goose Samuel Smith pub in Droitwich, Worcestershire, was shut down due to potty mouths of its clientele in October 2019. Got nothing to do with lockdown and all that there. No, it was lockdown factored in, but... Yeah, so Samuel Smith's pubs, of which there was around 200 in the UK, mostly in the north, are known for strict rules introduced in 2019 to create a traditional, uncompromising Victorian aesthetic and ensure the pubs of social conversation person to person. Now, I kind of like that. But the problem is, the British language now is just fuck, fuck, fuck. has become swear words included. Mm. Yeah, I fucking swear even, too even much. when you watch TV now, though, <laughs> you can watch TV throughout the day and you'll hear the odd shit and things like that. So, you know what I mean? And they like to say bastard a lot and bitch a lot <coughs> before watershed. So, these words that 50 years ago were. They wouldn't be even said on. They wouldn't be said on telly. Now, it's part of everyday culture language. Oh yes, so it's true. It's becoming a lot harder to do this kind of thing. Well, and they're moving with the times with phones, tablets, laptops, and they're all banned. And if you um, want to make a call, you've got to go outside. I kind of like that. Yeah, I think that's good because you know. Nothing worse than sitting in the pub and everyone's just looking down at their phone. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, the art of conversation really has to Yeah, and you see that a lot with the millennials, these young 20, 21-year-olds that are just starting to go out. They do that. Yeah. They just sit there on the phone looking at the phone. I know, but to close the pub because someone said fuck. 
That's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> no, no. In this day and age, up, up fucking north as well. Yeah. There's a brand new pool in seven weeks, overnight. You shut it down overnight after hearing the offensive word. <laughs> I used to know a guy called Samuel Smith. Ridiculous. And he was like a proper church, loving, kind of going guy. I wonder whether this is him. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like the kind of thing he'd do. He didn't even have a TV. There are no TVs in the pubs. No, they say no TVs, no music. It's all about the Is that a picture of Samuel Smith, do you think? No, no, that the new landlords of the pub. Anna Hale Askew, 22, and Alex Savage, 68. Anyone caught swearing will be asked to leave. Wow. He's in a rough himself, isn't he? If that's his partner. Well, they look is. like they're holding hands, yeah. or like very close. Well, well not holding hands, actually, but they're certainly... She's jerking him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's mashing it. <laughs> I give him two months. Uh, ridiculous either way. Fucking ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> Alright, next one. Covid leaked from an American lab claims top US professor Jeffrey Sachs. Oh my fucking god. What a surprise. Never saw that coming. No. Covid leaked out of a laboratory in America rather than China and has been sensationally claimed. Famous US economist Jeffrey Sachs on a two-year probe into the pandemic's origins said he was pre-convinced, that's a quote, that the virus was the result of, quote, US lab biotechnology. The claim, made at a global conference last month, has been seized upon by Chinese government officials who said it warranted a thorough investigation, quote from them. Professor Sachs, who was twice named as one of Time's 100 most influential people in the world, admitted, we don't know for sure. It's come from America, but we're not sure. That just, that's nothing. Well, it was coming from Wuhan before, but they weren't sure then, and nothing else has come out of there. And he says there's enough evidence that it should be looked into, and it's not been investigated. Not in the US, not anywhere. Ah, uh, yeah, I think for real reasons, the US officials don't want to look under the rug too much. Critics have previously described Professor Sachs as a President Z propagandist, dismissing China's genocide of Uyghurs, Uyghurs, and publicly claiming for US cooperation. Calling. Calling. Covid was manufactured in an American, not Chinese, laboratory, according to celebrity economist Jeffrey Sachs. Well, they want to um, blame it on like China. Although he did China. China. That's the one, sorry. It is a, you can't, I can't say China, no, even Trump say yeah. it. China. Do you hear about Trump's wife? His ex-wife. Well, what's she doing? His ex-wife. If I, if I hope. If Anna Trump died? Uh, yeah, 77 she was. Yeah, she fell down some stairs. She was his first wife. That's right, yeah. But yeah, she died day before yesterday or yesterday. Yeah. God rest her socks. Well, she made a lot of money out of him. Mm. She lived a good 70 odd years, I guess, didn't she? She did, if it wasn't with the stairs. She got a lift. China obviously faced its own accusations of covering up the origins of Covid, and I have heard a very interesting journalist. On the Howard Hughes Unexplained yeah. podcast, talk about that, where she interviewed lots of doctors in China and people in the know who said China was ordering COVID testing kits two weeks before they declared an emergency. Right, okay. So they got out, they knew it, and they covered it up and they lied yeah. to the World Health Organization, who for some reason took the Chinese at their word. Scientists have been found to have wiped crucial databases and stifled in- investigations into a lab. But at the same time, I can fully believe that it was a US money-run lab in yeah. China that let it out. Yeah. And they were well, testing gain-of-function. Gain-of-function diseases where it only affects people with certain conditions. 
which is what kind of COVID's done, hasn't it? It takes the lungs, you've got weak lungs, you're more likely to die from it. And they were trying to make it more virulent. That's it. Yeah. And it, that allegedly is, but though, is it? I don't know. That's the thing. Lots of people catching it in the UK again. Yeah. We had to close down one of the second one of the units at work because of their lack of staff because of COVID. Still haven't caught it myself. I mean, this guy is, this sax guy is the chairman of the Lancet COVID-19 Commission set up at the start of the pandemic to assist governments and scrutinise responses. So he was oversaw a 12-man task force investigating COVID's origins. So he kind of knows what he's on about a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. He reckons it's done with experiments between Chinese and American scientists, yeah. which I can fully believe. Mm. It's an interesting one. I, I don't... We were due a pandemic, weren't we? We haven't had one for ages. Yeah. I don't think we were due, but we don't like yeah, due they, anything. They, we are, we're due an asteroid to it, probability-wise, yeah. we are. Probability, yeah. You know, yeah, but we can see that shit coming. No, no, we don't, we don't look at that much of the sky. The regular a pandemic a once every hundred years. Yes, yeah, the last one was... The last one was about Spanish 1917 flu. or whatever. Yeah, 19, yeah 1918 to 1920 yeah. something. So, we're due one, it happens... So was it that, or, or did it get out? And I that, think it got out. I think it got out. I think maybe they wanted to. They, they made sure it happened. Yeah. They made sure about, it happened. I don't know about that, but definitely, I think it came from a lab. Boosted China's flagging economy. That's what I mean. They made sure yeah. it happened yeah. every once every hundred years. It boosted China's economy. Mm. Look, who was making all the PPE? Exactly. The world needed PPE. Look, who's got a massive industrial base? It's possible. Cheap. Who knows? Chinese yeah, economy nobody's jumped. Nobody's having the jabs. Nobody's being called for the jabs. There's no extra jabs. It's, uh, it's laughable. All, the, all those corporations making money. All those big, big pharma guys making yeah. money out of the vaccines. How many corporations are making in the UK? There's AstraZeneca, yes, Pfizer. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe it's just to funnel money elsewhere, isn't it? What do you mean by that? Well, just to funnel money elsewhere, right? Like, you know, taxpayer money for the PPE, for the oh, yeah, COVID yeah, testing. Yeah, a lot of people made a lot of money, yeah. didn't they? Goes back to the shop doctrine again. As soon as there's a crisis, you know, the governments and the corporations try and get away with as much as they can. Yeah. Taking out the taxpayer purse because it's free money, isn't it? Yeah. It's no one's, it's the country's money. Mm. The country can absorb it and just raise taxes. No, they can cripple the NHS, buy it off for cheaper. Yeah. Privatise it, yeah. Should we move on? Yeah, we depressed Pete enough tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, this might cheer you up. Yay! Bees love cannabis and might benefit from it as well. I love oh. bees and I love cannabis. Mm. <laughs> what, what more is there to like about this one? A study by researchers from Cornell University states that tall hemp plants are preferred by bee flocks and can greatly help with their population problems. Wow. So that's just sort of growing loads yeah. of hemp? So they want us to let our gardens grow wild to allow bees to get bigger in population yeah. again. So they should now legalise weed so we can just start growing yep. it in our garden. Yep. No, we should be using hemp for all different things. Yeah. Paper. Yeah, but that's one good reason. Insulation, build. I mean, most, a lot of houses in America are timber built. Mm-hmm. There's been a thing recently where timber has been stockpiled by the big corporations, big wood. Yeah. We can't get certain pallets at work now, weirdly. Can't you? No, because I, mean, I think of... The redwood ones. No, the white white euros, they're called. Uh, the European size Made from pallets. redwood. No, mm. I don't know, but... 
Either way, they're called they're white in colour, so they're called white euros, and we can't be struggling to get them. The price of them has gone from six pound fifty to eleven quid like, per pallet. Solid, the solid wood pallets. So they are. They're, they're all made from lumber, and the big lumber are stockpiling the wood. Mm, not releasing it because they're not letting them cut down as many trees, or they try not to get to cut down as many trees. So they've cut down all they can and stockpiling it, letting the price go up. Mental. This is not the only study in the area either, as a previous study by the Colorado State University also reached similar conclusions. According to both studies, bees are not only highly attracted to cannabis, but the plant is also good for them because of its plentiful stores of pollen. This is great news as it supports the struggling population problems of most beehives. So, brilliant. More heavy. this weather we're having, do you reckon you can grow a cannabis plant outside? You could throughout some of the months, quite happily. Yeah. Quite happily. You just have to plant them in May. Mm. Isn't it? Plant um, them towards the end that's of not May. the problem, though, is it? It's someone dogging you in. By the end of August, sorted. Well, gorilla growers, they, they go and put auto flowers out in spaces where people aren't going very often, and that's how you get away with it. I love that phrase, gorilla growers. Yeah. <laughs> if you go for a normal flowering plant, it, it would flower sort of August time, and then you've got the September and October sort of rainy. <sighs> season and then that can make it all mouldy anyway uh-huh. so going for auto flowers planting very early uh spring they'll be done you know as long as they, they require quite a bit of water mm. especially when they're flowering so there we go expert yeah and bees love it yeah which is good i can see benefits <laughs> well bees are one of the one of the most important animal like creatures in the world aren't they mm-hmm. if bees die all like, dies like a plant life dies isn't it all we well, can't grow if crops. we lose bees yeah. everything goes yeah everything mm-hmm. so you have to keep the bees alive yeah. to keep the world alive and you have off. to pollinate by hand you have to get everyone have to go out with sticks pollinate the plants it wouldn't happen no it wouldn't happen it wouldn't be the same i heard the other day ridiculous um, if you keep a beehive, you've got to have beehive insurance. Ah, uh, no way. In case it swarms and then, like, you know, goes in somebody's loft or, create, or mm. you know, That's damages any, any building works or stuff like that or clings on to somewhere, it needs removal. Yeah. yeah, I guess so, yeah. But it's pretty cheap, to be fair, though. Do you think? Yeah. The last place I worked had beehives because there was a big wildflower field next to it, which had basically, it's only a wildflower field, not only environmental consensus because no one bought the land. Mm. Oh yeah, we'll get some bees and we'll sell the honey. The honey tasted fucking awful because you had lorries just swanning past this field constantly. It's like, look, aren't those bees just going to get twatted by the fucking lorries and cars going past their hives constantly? Mm. They literally put it on the corner of the road. Stupid ass. So it's all... They're all buzzing around. Uh, back of a field. He comes back and just twats them. You put them in the back of a field, like the furthest edge. Wherever you see beehives like that, you, they're always like in the back, bottom corner of a field. Away yeah. from every field. I'm surprised they're not pushing, like, you know, bee people to have bee colonies. My friend at work's getting some bees this weekend. It's an expensive game, to be fair. It is. It is. Can be. Unless you can get free bees, which he is, he's a little bugger. Mm. He's got a whole colony of free bees coming to him. No, if you just sort of stuck the hive thing down out and, you know, wild bees going out eventually or what? Could do, potentially. It's coaxing a queen into the... When that queen is flying around and that 
particular time of year, there's like a couple of days throughout the year where the queen will be flying around to find a perfect place. So if you get your, I'm sure you can buy some kind of pheromone or something Not to attract likely. them. If you can get that queen bee in there at the right time, bosh, you're laughing. Oh, you can buy them, can't you? You can, but you can, you're talking about £250. Yeah. How many bees you get for 250 quid? A queen. A, a queen, oh, a queen. And she'll just lay the eggs. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 250 bees for 250 quid. Well, she, again, she'd just put out a pheromone and any, like, random bees might go, oh, okay, there's a queen, I'll go and live with her. Mm. So mm. you might get a few random bees anyway just because she's there. I just had visions of them being, like, 250 bees for 250 quid and they're all in, like, a big sort of machine, like you get the coast paper a quid in a 20p to get an egg <laughs> but you just get 250 bees dished out to you <laughs> into, some kind of, into some kind of collecting cup hmm. and you just, you know uh, that's about 250 there you go turn the thing and it was dropped down the bottom for a specified amount of time I think when you buy the queen they do provide you might a get a few workers with her you, know? you might get something like that yeah because uh, people the... that breed them because an old queen that's going out lays a few more queens mm. and then what happens is just as they come out they fight each other but if as the breeder you just take those split them queens and that's the ones you sell yeah it's is. i was it's talking, crazy, I was talking to my lad, lad at work about it last week and it's, it is mad he's getting them for free because it's a colony that's been captured like yeah. one that's just flying around it's landed on someone's tree or something the bee society people whatever the bee, bee police the mm. kind of yeah it's like the brspca kind of thing they go and net them and they either find someone to have them or yeah they'll just find somewhere to put them basically oh, cool yeah um and going back to this if you're concerned that the bees are going to be stoned from the thc they don't, don't worry they love it no they don't go for the female they go for the male plants okay. apparently and they've got no cannabinoid receptors yeah so it doesn't oh, matter no. and hemp doesn't have but THC in it anyway it's talking about hemp isn't no, it yeah it's, it's some of the cannabis they're growing in America because it's legal yeah. the bees are coming to the plants pollen. they're mainly going to the male where the THC isn't I think mm. isn't it yeah. yeah there is still traces but, but yeah but they don't have cannabinoid receptors anyway so they can't get stoned but what, I wonder whether there would be a slight content within its honey. Says no. Computer says no. Computer says no. Who does it? The bee. Anything that is to figure out, a bee's got no cannabinoid receptors. Some had a smoke with one, and he's like, mm. "This shit ain't touching me." Uh, I hope they weren't doing some kind of microbiopsy. Then I guess, oh yeah, they just blew a load of cannabis smoke into a bee, you know, plastic yeah, they, cage. They'd be watching them, you know. Can you do this maze? From one end to the other. Bees don't do mazes. Don't Smoke they? it out with a bit of cannabis and then go, now can you do it? Yeah. Oh, fucking lot. Bees can't Show get, me where the bees munchies can't are. Bees can't get out the fucking house if you leave a window open for them. They're going to do a maze, are they? <laughs> yeah, especially if they're high, they're definitely going to do one. Oh, that's what they make do. them make a honeycomb. That's what it is. And it'll either come out in nice little perfect little octagons or whatever they are, whatever the shape is they kind of create naturally. And if they're stoned, they come out like little fucking funky <laughs> little blobs. <laughs> <laughs> like, spiders do that. If they're stoned, they make that. If you give a spider yeah. drugs, 
They made their web in different ways. Like the one who smokes weed, his web's really lazy and slack. <laughs> the one who's on cocaine is really focused and tight. The one on heroin just... He's found his, in a corner that's he's just curled up. He's robbed a store. Oh, shit. Sweet. Last okay, one then. Finally. So, employee accidentally paid 286 times his salary, resigns and vanishes without a trace. <laughs> so yes. would I. So would I. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay, so a Chilean man who was accidentally paid 286 times his salary last month resigned from the job after promising to return the money paid in excess. Yeah. So someone in Human Resources Department of Chile's largest producer of cold and cuts. Cons... Consorcio Industrial de Alimentos. Yep, I said that nice. without my lips moving. Mm-hmm. That was brilliant. Must be uh, sweating profusely by now. By accident, they paid an employee... One hundred sixty-five million three hundred ninety-eight thousand eight hundred fifty-one Chilean pesos, equivalent to one hundred eighty thousand dollars last month. <laughs> so for a month's wage, yeah, yeah, okay. So instead of the five hundred thousand pesos, five hundred forty-two dollars. Fuck me. <laughs> he got best part of fifth of a million. That's like less than. 250 quid as well. So you think if you go comparatively, that's a lot of fucking money to him. Oh, fuck a, yeah. lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. It's oh, like us getting a million. He's living, he's living the rest of his life on that, yeah. isn't he? It's like us getting he a million, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Now that the person apparently doesn't want to give the money back, they have resigned from the position and vanished without a trace. <laughs> well, at least Leaving- at least they had the courtesy to resign yeah. first. Because yeah. I just left. Leaving the no, company. Where's Ben today? No, I don't know. Hey, you were the better. Like, fucking... Uh, leave, 500,000 co- quid paid into his account last week. No one's seen him since. Well, he's <laughs> left the company with no option as, as to like seek a lawyer to try and find him, basically. So on the 30th of May, the office of Cial... Yeah, approached was... by a deputy manager to report an error in the monthly payment. After checking their account, the person noticed they had been paid millions of pesos in excess. They wanted to clarify the issue. So after checking their records, the management confirmed that the person in question had indeed been paid 286 times more than their monthly salary, and informed them that they needed to return the money now, basically. Yeah. Uh, the worker allegedly agreed... Let's go to their bank early in the morning the next day and refund their employer. Only they ended up doing something very different. Uh. After their financial department noticed that the bank had not been notified about the refund payment, they tried contacting the worker again. Only the messages were left unanswered. A while later, the worker got in touch, claimed that they had overslept and would visit the bank shortly. Only he never did that. On the 2nd of June, they simply handed in their resignation through a law firm. <laughs> so he'd, he'd like gone, right, I'll draw out a couple of grand here now. I'm going to pay this lawyer. Can you resign for me? Sweet. The worker reportedly has now disappeared, leaving the company with no choice but to take legal action about what is considered a crime of misappropriation and hope that it can recover at least some of the £180,000 paid accidentally. That's been spent on fucking everything, cocaine can, and a little house, a little hut. Because you know, right? That they're never. If you if you just like do one, they'll find you eventually. Just buy a boat, innit? Yeah. 
So just spend it as fast as you can. Enjoy it as much and as you can. And enjoy it as much as possible. Step renting out and the penthouse suites in hotels, doing the drugs, having the women or the men or whatever you're into, and just living the best life you can for as long as that money runs out of the track you don't. Yeah. No, I use it to try and build a life. Yeah, a new life yeah, somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. That's it. They're never going to find me again. Change my name, get fake passports. I'll pop whatever. off to Barbados yeah. or something like that and just be like, right, can I buy a little cabin? 80 grand, you say? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Take all set the myself money. up a little business on the on the island it's so cash, you can make a, little bit of, yeah. Yeah. make a little bit of money. You can so much cash on your person between countries and stuff. You can, I'll search you for that shit. Yeah, you strap it to your body, you'll find a way. Big notes. So now you've got no, you pass s- that you're down, so now, you're, now you're a smuggler as well as a... You are, you're taking money in the country, then. You saw a money belt, don't you? Or you just strap it to you, tape it to yourself? Chile's not exactly the richest country in the world, nah, is it? Nah, you'd have to buy, I'd buy you my own boat. And then there you go, do that, away. whatever. I'll still take yeah, you down to 180,000. You ain't seen him again anyway, good luck to him. Yeah, best of luck, because I'd do the I same. I that in my head as soon as you said it. Is it? Yeah, and then you started singing it as well. <laughs> well, I think that's how we can end the show. Yep. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at Cutting the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse, SoundCloud, and on other podcasting platforms at Cutting the Ball in the PTA, and YouTube Apocalypse Ball. And I'm going to say, if you are under the clergy, stop putting your dicks in things. Yeah. I mean, Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, and the force be with you. I've been clear. Sail away, sail away, mm-hmm. sail away. And I've been Pete. Yeah, if your boss overpays you, do the honest thing. Get completely out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure no one can find you. Absolutely, I'd take that money and run. Peace.